Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Angel of Words podcast, where your stories are heard. I am your host, Angel of Words. And before we get started, don't forget to punch that notification bell, subscribe. Also, follow us on all podcast platforms. If you want to check out the exclusive content that we have, go to www.aowent.com. For donations, you can catch up AOWNYC. Now, on deck on the Angel of Words podcast. We have a special guest, the, one of the founders of WP uh, Studios, Mr. Dwayne Philbert. Mr. Yes, Philbert, yes. thank you so much, my brother, for being here with us on the Angel of Words podcast. Pleasure to have you. Yes, I thank you. Now, first and foremost, uh, you are a military veteran. So, uh, you know, we love our we love our vets here on the Angel of Words podcast. So shout out to everybody in the military. And, uh, you know, thank you for your service. Now, Mr. Filbert, you guys have been doing some incredible things. Some would say pioneer type work because, you know, we don't have that many uh, studios that are dedicated in the minority community to animation. So could you yeah. tell us, man, like how, how you and uh, Mr. Lamar Winkster, who, can't, who couldn't join us here today, how you guys got that started, man? Yeah, um, sure. Well, this, this all started a long time ago, first of all. Um, Lamar is actually an older um, owner of WP Studios. Uh, he started in 89, I believe, when he made his first movie, and it actually went to the Can-Can Musical um movies award and it won like the whole thing he ended up in blackbuster show things like that and when i came around it was after i got off of active duty and what happened was i wanted to learn how to use my camera to shoot movies videos things like that and he was the one that actually taught me how to do it and the first movie that i actually um directed won an award it was first place best picture everything we got the whole pot and from there, we just kept on doing it and shooting different movies here and there, short films. And last year when COVID hit and everybody had to be inside their house, me and him sat down. Um, at least it wasn't really last year. It was the ending of last year when we started to do animation because we wanted to go that direction with comic books, things like that, which we do have some comic books out. But we sat down and was like, all right, how are we going to do this? With COVID happening, we can't really go to the studios and talk to anyone to do voiceovers and things like that. So we just worked it in and came up with ideas, different things. People were, we had people in their house in their closet doing voiceovers for each of their characters and things like that. And it just became a, a big thing last year where we had um, actresses and actors reaching out to us to um, get on the animation scene with us and it's just, it's just been a blessing because like well, our motto is have faith and all through last year that's what we was promoting we did some PSAs for people to um, continue with their faith that we can get through this that we can do it together even though it's out there we have to just learn how to survive so that's how the animation scene really started we just attacked it because COVID came came in Wow. And wow. you know what's so crazy? I was going to ask you about the voiceover situation because yeah. I love the voices in Prodigal X and uh, and Marsock. Is that how you pronounce it? Marsock? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you know, that is great stuff. Extremely creative, man. Like, you know, could you tell us how you came up with the idea? And these these are your animated films, which are on YouTube, by the way, folks. Um, yes. Yeah, could you tell us, man, how that came about? Like, who's because I know you're in the military. It's a military-based situation, but it's also a military-based situation on Black Lives Matter and the and the whole social unrest and, and uh, social injustice wave that's been hitting America. You know, obviously, always, but uh, you know what happened after the after the George Floyd situation. So, could you explain to us or elaborate a little bit on how that got put together? Yeah, sure. Well, um, when we started Prodigal X, that was the first one that we started, the first animation. We was just teaching ourselves how to do animation because we never done it before. Like all the work that you see is just us learning how to do it, especially Lamar. He's our cook. That's what we call him inside the kitchen because he's the one that put everything together and actually have what, what you see now. Um, of course, I'm there. I'm learning the program also, but at the same time, he's like the master. 
master chef. I'm like the major D when it comes to him. Okay. So um, <laughs> it's, it's basically when we did the Prodigal X, it was just for us to learn it and at the same yeah. time just put a twist to our movies at that time. And then we, we was like, yo, if we could do this, we should just go into comic books. So we designed our first comic book. And from there, we just kept on going and keep on learning it. And then after a little while, he came back and he was like, yo, look, we got Maya, we got mocap, all of these um, Unreal Engine and everything. We should learn them and just get better at what we do. So we've been learning all these programs and just creating more and more on them. And then what happened was, if you see how the pandemic um, happened, we was dealing with Space Force with Prodigal X before, like, Trump came out and said, we're going to design a pay- Space Force. And, like, there was talks about it before, but he was like, yeah, we're going to do it. And we actually had the animation out before then. And then all the scenarios that we were playing out, we noticed that it was actually happening in real life. So last year with Joy Floyd and um everything that happened, with Brianna and all of that, we was like, you know what? Let's do some PSAs that's going to be focused on Black Lives Matter, on doctors, on everything that's taking place because people want a voice. They want to be heard. So we did a PSA for um, what happened with Black Lives Matter. So it starts it starts by saying um, paint splatter on the streets of Black Lives Matter because of when they was trying to paint over it in D.C. So the reason why we started it that way, because at the end of the day, we have to understand that it's a movement. Black Lives Matter is a movement. It's not a person. It's not a culture. It's a movement. So what we did was as military, as people of culture, whatever um, ethnicity you are, whether you're from overseas somewhere or whatever, we all fought in the same war. We all fought for the same thing and we all fought under the same flag that we live in the United States under. So we try to let them know, look, all through history, from dating back from when the military started, you always had a black person next to a white person doing something. You always had culture in the military. You have notable people in the military that are black, that are Chinese, that are Puerto Rican, that are like different ethnicities. And I fought alongside everyone. I, that's the first time I, I never even seen a Tasmania Manian person until I went into the military. And I'm like, there's really a Tasmania. <laughs> and it was just crazy. And I, it was really crazy. I, I went to Guam and all these people yeah. were there. And I'm like, this this is real. I had one guy that was with me. He's from Hell, Michigan. And um, his, his name was Taylor, military guy. Uh, this, I love this dude because his story was, I never seen a black guy other than Will Smith on TV until I went into boot camp. And since he went into boot camp, he was like, I love you guys. You guys are rock. It's not the same how people always describe how people say, um, different things that are going on in the world and we need to fight against this or whatever. He was like, everybody's just peaceful. Y'all brought me in. Like I brought him to New York in Brooklyn in the hood of Brooklyn back in the days in Bushwick. And he was like, wow, they just let him in. They, they of course they looked at me. Oh, who's this dude? But when I explained to them like who he was and everything like that, they took him in. It went to the point where he did some stuff that he wasn't supposed to do with everybody. And I was like, bro, you're in the military now. We're, we're Marines, so we're like, you know they're going to come down hard on us. Whatever. He's like, oh, I got it. I got it. And he did have it. He had a control over everything that he was doing, so he just fit right in, even though he never seen people of culture like that. And um, that's why we created that PSA, and then other than that, we had nurses and doctors that was actually fighting in the front line. My own family was fighting in the front line as a nurse, as a doctor, and things like that. So we just reached out to everyone we knew. It was like, yo, if you have a picture of what you're doing, send it in. Send it in. So we start getting people from different areas of the world to send in pictures to us, and we create a PSA on it where we actually highlight these people that are doing positive things in the world and showing, hey, look, they're in the forefront. Meanwhile, we're here complaining, oh, we have to stay inside in our house. We have nothing to do. These people are risking their lives. Some of them passed away. I know a lot of people that passed away because of COVID. So I understand what they was going through. So it was like, 
let's just honor them. Let's do these PSAs. Let's keep on doing these PSAs because we could do PSAs for so many different people and it would impact so many different people's lives the way that they look at it because now they understand the full work that everyone else is doing versus what we're doing and what they're doing and staying home. Like people are making money from staying home because they had an idea and they said, let's do it. Our idea was let's focus on this animation and just honor people. So yeah, that's how that all started. Do you find it disconcerting though, when you hear about the other side and the other views from people in the military, man? You know, now that we're on the subject and we'll, you know, obviously we'll continue talking about WP Studio. But now that you mentioned it, like, it's important to me. Like, you know, how how do you feel when, when you know, uh, there's another faction that, you know, people that were in the military that really don't see inclusion and really, I don't think, want inclusion in America? Yeah, well, <clears throat> for, for myself, I could, I could speak for myself. Like, I've experienced where um, I've done certain things. Well, I'll tell you a story. I was living in Japan, been there for two years in Irukuni, Japan. And I actually, it was myself and the Navy guy. We actually went out in a tsunami and rescued two Japanese locals, right? When we got back, we went out there, say, 10 o'clock at night. We got back at 6.30 in the morning from going out in rough terrains, water, the boat was almost flipping over, everything. I had to jump in, pulling the people into the boat, and then... I had to um, mark the spot so that they, um, the Coast Guard could go back later and pull the boat out. And doing all of that, they, um, the Japanese locals honored both me and him for what we did. Now, the military, they, um, they honored him by giving him a NAM. A NAM is like one of the best ribbons to have on your chest if you have one. Now, being that he had a NAM, I would think I would get a NAM too. I didn't get a NAM. I got a meritorious mass. Meritorious mass is just a write-up, basically, right? Which I was happy for it and everything, but another guy that got a NAM, big cookie, that same time. So for me, I've seen it, and I decided to do something about it. All right, that's cool. Two Japanese people, they living right now, and they're, they're breathing. That's all that really matters. It, I didn't do it for none of that. I didn't even know that was going to come out of it. So... From there, I just focused on what I had to do. And what I had to do is basically make sure that the, the guys that were under me don't feel that same effect, but at the same time, teach those that may be in those position also. So that's what I did. And like my guys, my guys are just awesome. Like all these guys that I've met and everything, they're, they're really awesome and they're doing awesome things in life. And no matter what, even the ones that never made it out, that I know never made it out, that's why I do what I do now. That's why I focus so hard. That's why I'm going after everything that I'm going after right now. Because these guys, I want to make sure that no matter who they are, if they're alive or dead or whatever, I'm going to honor them and they will be recognized. Well, I love the positive vibes, man. Like, I'll be honest with you, bro. I feel like that's, you know, the the way to go, the kind of disposition that you should have, you know, especially in these times. Now, let's move into what you're doing with this animation, bro. Like, I'm just thinking about the studio itself. Like, how big, how many computers are you running? Graphics cards, RAMs, like, bro, could you talk to the tech geek right now and let them know, like, like how real it is to do animation? Because animation is no joke, my brother. Yeah, animation is no joke, like you said, and <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. If, if you ever, you ever seen like um, Moana the movie? Um, yeah. If you read the back, the subtitles in the back, you see how many people work on those, right? You see lists of hundreds of people that's just working on whether it's sound, the graphics, and everything, right? Right now, we only have two computers. There's only two of us. But one guy is doing most of the work, which is my partner. That's all we got for what we were pushing out. And um, for the techie, they know we got like over, I would say over 100 terabytes <laughs> in our hard drive. Oh, we got little hard drives right next yeah. to it and everything like that. And then with even the motherboard, like we're changing them out like 
every every time we can, even the graphic cards and everything that we always looking for the top brand. We always looking we have to pay a lot. I think the last card that we used was like ten thousand for it. And like the tech geeks will know, like the graphic cards is everything when it comes down to rendering and things like that. Yes, so yes. um yeah, we we just been pushing a lot of stuff, but we don't have a hundred people or a hundred computers. We only got two and one of them is a laptop that I'm on right now. And yeah. the the computer that we have is um built, like professionally built, but it's custom. Everything in there is custom and that's but with my partner because he does bulk of the work like I said and the only reason why he does bulk of the work because I have to do things like this or I have to go out yeah. there so that people know who we are because you can have great work it's just like you could be a good chef but who's there to eat your food you know <laughs> what I mean so I have to make sure that there's people knowing all right you guys gotta come see this you guys gotta come eat <laughs> so that's that's where I come in <laughs> Mr. Fulber, it seems to be a uh, an overlying theme this season on the Angel Awards podcast. You could have the best content, create the greatest thing in the world, but if you don't have that marketing situation situated, you're going to have a hard time reaching the masses and getting to your goal, and I know all about that myself. Now, who writes this stuff, man? And I notice oh. also that... It, it it there is religious religious overtones, not even undertones, religious overtones on here as well. Not only like you know social uh, social issues, but there also are religious overtones in the uh, writing. Yes, there there is a lot of it, and there the reason why is we are a faith based um, company, and no matter what, we have to make sure that our faith is in whatever we do because like gotcha. one of our things that we say is you know um god is our ceo right so anytime like every every month on the 10th we have a fasting for the whole day and then it ends with a prayer which my mother is the one that prays and it's like an hour of just her praying and everything for the company for what we're going to do just for that month so um it is a lot of faith in there and a lot of faith based like i said my our motto is have faith so um, we make sure that everybody know, no matter what, that's just going to happen. Like this, hate us. It's just going to be there. We're still going to get out when we need to get out, and we're going to still do the work that we need to do. Like when we first started to do the animation, we didn't really understand how to mold and shape the body, so it was more seductive-like. But then after we got to learn it, and then we got our partners, um, Clivia and Patricia, which are two ladies, they start looking at different things differently than us guys would look at it because now we're looking at it like, yeah, it's not the car, it's the girl, but I still want the car because the girl is next to us. But now they're like, yeah, but let's just put more cover up on her. Let's let's yeah. change this around. Let's put more clothes on her. And the reason why we needed that is because the way that we want to structure it is not only for the adults, but also for kids so that they can watch it and the parents won't be like, why is she in a bikini? <laughs> but at the same time, like I said, it's a learning process and we had to learn it. We, we never went to school for it. So um, it is very big in faith, and that's like our number one thing when it comes down to our company, how we work. And you're using uh, DAS 3D Studio, Maximo Animation, amongst other programs. Bro, these are not things that are easy to learn. You guys are beasts. <laughs> you are really like you know and, and and i have to commend you because i mean there there are less than three i mean not even three less than like two percent of of production studios owned by by minority owners don't do animation that's like nothing man now uh now Dwayne, man like the graphics cards, like all this stuff that that's involved in making animation, bro. Like, how do you do it? How do you learn it, man? It's a lot of work, brother. Yes. Uh, well, like you said, it is a lot of work. And um, when it comes down to it, if you, um, for example, if you watch movies like Moana and things like that, you see hundreds of people that worked on one animation. But for us, there's only two of us and there's only two computers. So one of them is a laptop. The other one is a custom built computer that my partner has. 
and he because he does bulk of the work. So our our terabytes and things like that, we have over a um, hundred terabytes just because of this. Like we have a lot of like it, it's just a lot. The graphic cards, everything is <laughs> it, just a lot. Um, <laughs> Somebody that knows how to do animation knows that, you know, for a good graphic card, you have to stay on top of the game because they're always changing them out. They're always making something better. So we try to always make sure that we got the newest card that's out there so that our rendering and everything could just, you know, go real quick. Meanwhile, we're working. It could be working on its own rendering and things like that. And plus, uh, if you watch part, um, part one of Prodigal X, you'll see the difference between our characters versus Marsoc where right now we're working on the characters, how they look, the lighting, things like that, because of the graphic cards levels from going from Prodigal X, Marsoc has been like changed so many times in between. So you could definitely see our work that way, but it's only two of us that's doing this versus a hundred people that's doing <laughs> premiere movies. You guys are bold, man, because it's like it's hard to outsource these things because Disney and Pixar are jacking these people as soon as they enter college, not even when they're leaving, man. So it's like it's hard to find good help from what I'm hearing through the grapevine in this in this profession, brother. So like you learning it, I gotta commend you because that's not an easy task to accomplish. Yeah, it's not, and like you said, they do go into these colleges in freshman year and just be like, hey, I want you to learn it. I'm going to pay for your college. And right now we're not at that point. But at the same time, we're going to get there. And when we get there, trust me and believe, we got enough experience between both of us to pick the right person to do the right thing. And next thing you know, we're going to be making history. Man, I, I love the energy. And does that energy come from the martial arts, bro? Because there's a lot of martial arts too in the in these in the in the um, the animation that you do. And <laughs> is that where the energy comes from? Because I know both you guys, uh, you know, you dabble in a little martial arts. Yeah, um, I actually grew up in martial arts. I've done Taekwondo, mixed martial arts. I did some kickboxing. I didn't too like kickboxing, even though Taekwondo was my thing growing up. But Lamar, he's like a beast. Like, if you look him up on YouTube, you see what I'm saying. He walks on people's chests. He does all of these extreme stuff where... Um, he's, he's actually a master. I think he should be a grandmaster now. He has his own school. He's opening, reopening the school because he just moved to Georgia with it. But, um, he's a beast of martial arts. Like I'm trying to get him to teach me some stuff, so, but he does, he does Shotokan and he's mastered that art for years since he was like a kid. And I'm going to, he's going to hate me for this, but he's been doing it since the seventies. <laughs> And wow. he's still doing it on to now. So, yeah. He's, he's so that's crazy, man. So are you guys working from separate locations on on these projects? Yeah, um, I'm actually in Florida. He he was okay. in New York. He just moved to okay. Georgia where we're going to be switching our um, company. The whole production is going to move to um, Georgia because a lot of people don't know this, but Georgia is like a hidden gem when it comes down to production especially with Tyler Perry there now and everything. It's That's like spot, that <laughs> that place, yeah. That's and so we're actually going there to, you know, do the same, almost the same thing like Tyler Perry because at least we're going to do the same thing like Tyler Perry. We're, gonna, we're about to get this land and build on it and give people work. <laughs> oh, hold yeah. up. So that's what you're working on as well, too. So you're trying to buy property and, and, and elaborate on the studio space that you already have. Yeah, that's our goal to get land and everything. But as, as you know, we have to develop products that are being yeah. purchased and things like that before we can do all of that. But that's our focus right now. Yeah. To create jobs. No, no, create jobs. And, and, you know, it's funny that you say that because, you know, one of your models is that you want to be the first Black-owned film and animation company to make a difference. And I'm like, you know, there are a few out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you yeah, got Tyler Perry, you know, you have... um. 
uh, Monkey Paw, Spring Hill. You have you, you have Harpo. You have some some production companies out there, you know, doing big things and and changing the face of the movie industry and the and the and the uh, also the the uh, cable industry. Because I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We need a little bit more representation. Less than eight percent lead male acting roles. You know, less than less than ten percent. You know, writers. Like this is crazy, man. That is true, and that is something that we want to change because we do do our own writing, also. And the thing is, we do ask people if they have something that they want to write. I'm talking about regular people. If you have something that you think you would want to see in, in a movie in an animation, just bring it to us. Let us read it. Let us develop on it. Let us talk about it, and we can work together to make it into something. But at the same time, it's like we are trying to do something very great here, but we're not trying to knock down the next man. Like I'm saying it this way: like Tyler Perry, he has his own foundation. He has everything already locked in position. We're not trying to get better than him. We're actually trying to work together with everybody on the same plane. So we're not we're not here to compete against you. If you have something that you can't shoot right now, shoot it to us. We probably shoot it. At least we will shoot it. Not probably because we can shoot whatever you throw at us. And then from there, we could just work together that way. If we have something that we can't do, we're gonna throw it your way. And then we could all just work that way. So we're we're not trying to like knock down the small folks. We're not trying to knock down the big folks. We're just trying to be on the same plane where we can all work together because that's what we need in our community. Too too long we haven't worked together. So that's what we're trying to do. You, okay, so you're down with the partnership wave. If somebody comes at you correct with a project that you think you could produce, you're, you're, you're on board with that if everything sounds right and you could come up with a contract. So you're doing things with contracts, I would imagine. Like yeah. everything is like official. You're not like a scheme, if, you know, like some some people would, would, would try to, you know, front and say. Yeah, so exactly. Everything is we legit. have contracts, contracts, NDAs, everything. We do everything legit. Our paperwork. If we have to get lawyers lawyers involved where they have to read over everything, we'll do that too. Even though we're small, we're we're basically running the company through our own funding right now, but we we want to do everything correct. We want to do everything where if you worked with us before and we have this major product or project to do, we will call you back because this is we started here with you. We're here with you no matter what. So if we get the right project and we need extra people or we need anything, we're going to dig in our pot first before we put it out there. Reason being, these are the people that believed in us. These are the people that wanted to see us grow from where we started from. So we'll continue using them. Just like Tyler Perry, he used all the people that helped him. So we learn from that model and we learn from basically what we really believe in and what we would do for somebody else. Now, I I'm glad to get you on the podcast because I actually want would like for you to pitch to anybody out there, you know, why they should want to work with WP uh, Studios LLC, man. Sure. Um, Well, if anybody out there is listening to this podcast right now, which everybody should be listening to this podcast right now. Well, thank you so much, sir. I appreciate that. I think so, too. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) If you guys want to work with someone that is not afraid to push it to the limit, not afraid to dive in, not afraid to make your dream a reality, not afraid to, to clock in those late hours, this is where we come in. And if you want to know who we are, check our resumes and check the people that actually worked with us and you will see why you should work with us because we're number one. We're, we're number one when it comes down to us believing in your work, no matter what it is. And our faith is with this company. So we'll put the same energy that we put on any other person's project. What I like to see also is that you have the females involved, you know, like you said, there's there's a family knit community there and you have a couple females that work with you. How important are they to your, your progress and to, and to uh, uh, everything you're doing right now? Well, the reason why we have a lot of females in, in our um, movies, because it's, it's not a lot of female 
lead actresses out there. And there, there's a good majority of them, but there's not a lot of it. But in our movies, you'll notice that every one of them, there's always a female lead actress. And we want to put it out uh, in a forefront where we honor those that are women because they've been through a lot of stuff too, even though a lot of things overshadow what they've been through. But imagine you're at home, you grew up with your mother. She struggles every single day if she's a um, single parent. She basically has to make sure that you're good, make sure that you eat, make sure that school is done, things like that. So why not honor those that have done that and put them in the forefront so everybody knows, hey, look, this person is like a, a real hero. Like, you can make a hero out of a mother. A mother would jump in front of anything that comes towards her child. So let's put it in the movie. Let let them see what a mother is. Let them see what a woman is. And that's the reason why we use a lot of females in our movie. And we always put them as a lead role because they're greater than what anybody ever really focused on. <laughs> like, they, they make... They make a house into a home. They make a house into a home into a castle. So why not? They check our worst impulses, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't get it wrong, though. We do have guys in lead roles, but we, we try to put the females mostly in the forefront. And I say females in a good way. There's just military in me. So anyone that's listening going, why is he saying females? So, no, it's in a good way through the military that's why is that an issue i didn't know that was a thing you know (laughs) some some of them some of them would be like why are you saying females we could be called ladies we could be called this and i'm like uh yes you ladies it's a lot of politically correct uh, grammar going on man i get so confused sometimes i don't even want to talk to be honest that's why i'm that's why i started the podcast i get to speak (laughs) nobody exactly (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's how you have to look at it it's like you you hear so many people say so many things and you're like, all right, I meant that in a good way and they will fight you yeah. over and I'm like, yeah. it's not supposed to go down this road yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not trying to offend anyone. You know, it just gets a little difficult with the jargon, you know, <laughs> and different cultures and areas. So it's like, you really got to be sensitive to the situation, you know. Well, they give you that training in the military, don't they? Cultural yeah, sensitivity that's, training. That's, that's exactly why I said female, because yeah. if I just say girls, then they'd be like, I'm not a kid. All right, yeah. I know you're not, but I'm just focusing on them as a group or as a whole. So I would say females because that's how you say, hey, you females, da 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 da. But now, like, since I've been out um, of active duty and all of that, I would talk to a female and she'd be like, why are you saying female? I'd rather be called a lady. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> you ladies. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, Dwayne, man, there was a big controversy over uh, the month of March with the uh, Golden Globes and the Oscars and the fact that the Hollywood Foreign Press has absolutely zero African-American representation, you know, after this being already an issue and after they kicked out Kevin Hart for, you know, for saying something anti-LGBTQ. So... What are your thoughts on that as a filmmaker, as somebody that's in this business that more than likely, if you continue to succeed, you will be bump, you know, running into and mingling with these people at award ceremonies? Well, for me, I, I like to use a phrase that I learned a long time ago since I was studying to become a military member. Um, I like to adapt and overcome. Like, no matter what, you don't need to give me an award. I learned that from an early, early age. You don't need yeah. to give me an award because since day one, if I do something, it's going to be greatness. And that's the way I'm going to look at it. So if you don't give me an award, oh, well, but I did it. That's the thing. And if, if somebody say, hey, that person should have got that award, that's enough. You get what I mean? And it, it is a, uh, um, a thing where you could say, all right, we're not represented enough which is true. But at the same time, we're not represented enough because we're not really united as we should be. Now, we need to be united. So, all right, they won't give you that. Make up your own award show. Bring us in. And then let's grow that. Because at the same time, it's either you're going to give it to us or we're going to go take it ourselves. If you really want to go back to New York level, like, we'll go take it ourselves. And 
what I mean by take it ourselves, it's not we're going to aggressively go over there and take it. We're going to just do our own thing and then give it to ourselves. So now, yeah, you probably look at it with, well, it's not this. Okay, but we're still doing great things and you're still watching us. And you're still pretending to be us at the same time. You're, you're creating all the things that we have done. So that's the way I look at it. It's like you have to just adapt and overcome. And if we unite and we do our thing, I think that we'll, we'll, we'll do magic in this world. Nah, and you know, Tyler Perry feels the same way. I seen uh, an interview with him once where he's like, yo, I don't care if I win any, any Academy Awards. <laughs> I don't make my stuff to win Academy Awards. I make my, you know, I, I produce what I produce in order to reach the masses that I want to reach and spread, you know, that positivity. And our, my stories that I grew up, you know, understanding and, and learning from to, to give that to the masses. So, you know, I respect yeah. that. Sometimes an yeah, award doesn't mean much. Yeah, it, it doesn't because yeah. at the end of the day, if you can make somebody laugh, cry, and feel emotion in what you do, you have succeeded. And that's enough as a reward. I made you feel good. I made you feel how we felt at this point. So right there, I got enough awards. For somebody to just say, you should have got that award or you did great. Yeah. That just gives, that, that would give me chills alone because now I know I'm doing the right thing. So like Tyler Perry, yeah, like that's that's our focus, not for the awards, but to make sure that somebody could feel uh, emotion that we feel and at the same time make them happy. And then at the same time, the people that are in the movie, they got paid. That's their job. They got paid. They can take care of their family. They can do certain things in life. And at the end of the day, we all stop and we prayed because we're faith. <laughs> we have faith. Yeah. Tyler Perry does it all the time. He prays at the end of his shows, at the beginning of his shows, and we all do it. Kevin Hart prays before he goes on stage. So, he, him right there, he locked down a whole st- stadium. That's honoring him right there. It doesn't matter if he's not hosting something. He could lock down a stadium and still feel the same energy that he would have got with the award. And it's in I- history. How important is your faith to you, man, and to the whole WP company? Um, for all of us, um, all of us have a background and we grew up in it. Um, whether we have pre-pastors in our families or even um, we are evangelists ourselves or something like that, it's very important. It's, it's like we're not going to deny it. Like if you come yeah. to us and say, hey, I'll only work with you if you're not there. All right, then you're not going to work with us. Would but, you work with people that, that aren't religious? Yeah, we work okay. with everyone. The thing is, okay. it, we're, even though we have that um, faith as like our setting stone, our foundation and things like that, we work with everyone. But the thing is, sometimes people don't really want to work with that because they think it's going to go in that direction. But no, this yeah. is this is work. We're going to work. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, what we do on our own um, personal time, that's what we do. But we're going to put in work no matter what, whatever set you go on. A lot of times they pray on the set anyway because they want to make sure that that it goes right. And it doesn't matter what your religion is. Practice it on, practice the way you know how to practice it. But at the same time, we're going to work. We're going to put in that work. Now, Dwayne, you're also directing. Am I correct? Yes. All right. My brother, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. These numbers are low. I mean, they're low, we're, you know, not for nothing. But, you know, we're, because we're, we're minority, we're, there's less of us in the population, they say, although sometimes I don't believe it. I mean, like, maybe that's because I only go to the major cities in America. But, you know, there's only about 13 percent minority directors, man. Do you ever get intimidated or be like, damn, like, bro, like maybe I'm not going to be able to make this happen for WB? Do you ever get discouraged at all? Um, I don't, because at the end of the end of the day, if you are discouraged, that means that you don't believe in what you do and yourself. And I'm fully 100 percent sure that. Anyone on my team across the board, you tell us, hey, I need you to direct this movie. We're going to direct it to the 100% and better, 120 if we have to, to make sure that it's a great movie. Even like the um, the director of Fast and the Furious is a black guy. 
the way he directed it, he made it. He made it happen. And that's the same thing that we're looking at. We're looking at those that have done it before and say, hey, probably we could do that too, or we are going to do that too, because we we put our all into it. So if I have to direct, even if I have to hold a boom or even do the lighting, I'm going to do it to the 120% of my abilities, and I'm going to basically be great at it. And Dwayne, you guys have all that equipment available. You have boom mics. You know, I'm just curious to know for anybody that wants to go out there and work with, because I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm a person that I'm like, damn, I have these projects written down, but it's like, you know, I know what it takes to make a production, bro. You got to feed the crew. You got to make sure everybody gets there early. You got to pay somebody to do that. You got to make sure all all the scripts are printed or, or, or are readable in some way shape or form tangible so that people can be on point with their lines you know you have to make sure you have permits and you're not you know you're and you're not gonna get fined for shooting at a location you're not supposed to be at you know it's something that i studied in college so it's like bro like i know it's a big deal so for anyone such as myself that's like man like you guys sound pretty interesting like you know what do you have to say about the type of equipment that you do have available to shoot you know maybe a 30 minute uh 30 minute pilot for a sitcom for example yeah we we have all of the equipment that's needed um like i said it's just being my partner right now but if we have to hire people to um work the lighting or even work the boom we know people because we have done it for so long and at the same time both of us if he's not directing i'm if he's not directing he's holding the camera and i'm directing and if he's directing i'm holding the camera and He's directing me or I'm doing the boom and somebody else is doing the other camera and the lights and things like that. It just depends on what, what is needed. We have people that set managers. We have people that will make sure that if you're the, um, the actor, the actress, you're on time where you need to be. You're on time on set. You're in the right spot for certain things. You're, you're doing like different things. Like, a lot of people don't see the work behind the scenes that there's so many moving parts, but we have people that are there to help us when we need it. Well, man, that's good to know, man. You know, it's, it sounds official. I'm going to be honest, man. Like, you know, I was reading through, so it's not only animation. You actually can produce any type of media necessary. Yes, we can. Oh, that's dumb. That's dope, man. That's dope. And, you know, right now we're talking to Mr. Dwayne Filbert. Uh, right now, are you in Florida? You in Atlanta, man? Where you at right now, brother? You in New York? <laughs> well, honestly, I just can't. At least I moved from New York to Florida. Right. And I'm in Florida, Orlando area. And okay. I just came back this morning from Georgia because my partner just moved out there and we had some meetings to do and everything because we're moving everything over there. So I just came back from Georgia and for this year alone, I probably been to Georgia like three or four times just for doing meetings. Like meanwhile, all star weekend was going on. I was over there and I was having meetings. You know, everybody's having fun. I'm like, all right, which they weren't supposed to, by the way. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But I I went there. We did. That's crazy, man. Well, Mr. Philbert, we've reached a point in the podcast where it's time to play Five Words with Angel. Now, on Five Words with Angel, I'm going to give you a word, phrase, or a question. You're going to give me the first thought or word that comes to your head. Are you ready? Ready. All right, let's do it. The first word is phrase Disney Pixar. Disney Digital Entertainment. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. The next word is mixed martial arts. Action. Uh, <laughs> drama. <laughs> War. Nice. Yeah. Nice. The third word is the United, well, phrase, the United States Armed Forces. Marine. The fourth word is New York City. Uh, the Big Apple, where I'm from. Yeah. All right. What's up? Oh. All right. And now that you're in the South, right, I'm going to throw you a little curveball here, Mr. Philbert. The last word is, well, phrase, your favorite Southern dish. Ooh, there were a lot of them since I've been here. <laughs> uh, man, 
I, I would say I'll quote the grits because I've been having some good grits lately. No, grits yeah. are fantastic, man. But you got to have the real grits, not the fugazis. You know exactly. I mean? Made from scratch. That's Made a fact. <laughs> shrimp and grits, man. I'll never forget about the shrimp and grits etouffee I had one time in New Orleans, man. I'm never going to eat that dish again. It was so good unless I eat it there. Well, what's crazy yeah. is that over the weekend, I actually had catfish with grits. That Ooh. was real good. Ooh, yeah. Catfish? Mm-hmm. With grits. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> ooh. And it was, the catfish was like melting. Every time when I ate it, it just melted. I was like, Oh, ooh. man, that's fire. That's fire. Well, Mr. Philbert, man, you know, the point, uh, you know, one of the points for me to have you on this podcast, like I mentioned before, was to bring awareness to WP Studios LLC. You know, make sure that people know that they are, you know, uh, upstart companies, not upstart, but there are young companies out yep. there that want to produce quality entertainment if you come at them correct. And exactly. WP, from what I'm seeing, is one of those companies. So, yes. first, the first thing I would like you to do is let people know where they can find you, right? And why they should holla at WP and give them money and fundraise. It's fundraise, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can find us on Instagram at WP underscore studios dot LLC. That is also our cash app. Just put WP studios dot LLC. And um, you can find us there. You can DM us. You could, you could shout us out. You can tag us in any, anything you got. You're going to hear from us. I'm, I, I basically go in there and go through everybody's stuff like every single day. So we don't have none that we haven't answered that someone said something. So you can find us on there. Um, we also have our email, which is um, WPstudios at Outlook.com. Um, we also have X at gmail.com. Um, so you can reach us in different angles, things like that. You could, um, you could, you could call us at 407-588-8486. That, uh, that's our business line. You can leave us a message, things like that. And yeah, we'll answer you. Trust me. Like we're, we're not the company that is just going to send you the voicemail and never call you. We're going to actually look into it and see what's going on. And even I would like to keep that tradition even when we become a big company where we have someone that just focuses on that because we don't want to let the best person leave. It's almost like basketball. Some of the greatest basketball players are still in the street. We're not trying to be that company that still have people out there that want to do greatness. Oh, man, that's that, that's fire. Now, one more thing, because you didn't start off, you know, uh, doing this you know you were you did go into the military am i correct yes i did and um that has been another theme here on the angel of words podcast people changing careers and doing different things and and i always tell people it's never too late to start something new and read and go through a metamorphosis and retransform your life into whatever it is that you see you know some people aren't on that same bandwidth some people are okay with what they're doing and that's beautiful but some people get lost along the way and have to refine themselves and have to find themselves you know all over again now do you have a message for those people that are stuck in a muck and want to you know and want to change uh their course of of their life i definitely do um my message is a little story i migrated from jamaica west indies and when I came here, I had a list, I had an accent, and people were saying that it was a disability. People were saying that I wasn't going to be that person where I'm going to be educated or anything like that. Right now, I have a degree. I'm an author, which tomorrow, one of my books are actually launching tomorrow. Oh, and brother, please pitch that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll definitely do it after that. Um, well, I'm an author. I actually own more than just WP, 
We have a clothing line. We have we have different things that's going on. We even have an app called um, Wajavi, which is a platform like it's a mixture of different um, things that people are on now, different platforms that people are on now. And we also we do a lot for the community. We helped out people develop their own businesses. We help out people to brand themselves, things like that. We help people design their websites, their graphics that they needed. Everything that's basically needed for you to succeed, we help you with that. And my message to you guys is no matter what you put your mind to, just focus on it and see it through to the end. Because when you don't see it through to the end, that's when everybody else wins. And I will, I, I refuse to let everybody else beat me in anything else since I was growing up. So, like, I joined the military because it was hard. But I joined the Marines since it was hard. That's what people would tell me. Oh, you will never make it. That's the Marines. I'm going to go do it then. I've been training for the Marines since I was nine. That's how focused I was. And when I got in, to me it was cakewalk, but I, I loved the adventure. I loved the stuff that I went through. But at the same time, it was a passion that I had to conquer and set goals that I can reach and then set more goals that are out of my way so I can focus on that and I can do more. As for my book, people said that, oh, you wasn't a good writer, you wasn't doing this and this and that. But this was when I was younger, but now I own a book. Now it's going to be launching tomorrow. It's called On Rainbow's Day Out. It's actually a children's book. And the reason why I wrote it is because my daughters. And it's honoring them. And at the same time, when you read the book, there's a lot of science activities in there. And you can see a lot of sight words in there also. And I did that because I was focused on kids and growth. My youngest daughter is two going on three. So I want to make sure when she's growing up, she has that in her hand because I didn't have that. I didn't have somebody that was there to say, hey, look, you need to do this. My mother always worked. She tried to make sure that I could read, I could do math and all of that. My mother's big in math. So <laughs> she was always like, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. But now I have to find a way to do it for my child. So that's one of the reasons why we're doing it. It's on Amazon. It's called Rainbow's Day Out. It's my full name, Dwayne T. Silver. You can find it on there. And yeah, it's launched tomorrow. Man, jack of all trades over here, Mr. Dwayne Filbert. Thank you, my brother, for, uh, you know, hopping on the podcast, you know, spreading that positive energy, letting us know about WP, man. I, I'm very excited for what you guys got coming, to, you know, to the masses in the future. And, uh, man, like, I just look forward to your success, my brother. Thank you for coming on and spreading that good gospel. Yeah, thank you for the invite. And I would definitely let other people know about you because I think you're doing great things. The Angel of Words is going to be more popular than you think. Or if it's not popular that. enough, it's going to be <laughs> more popular than it is now. I have I'm, a wild imagination. Because, I really want this to be popular. So I hope nah, you're it right. Will <laughs> it will be. I believe it, I believe it will be. Thank you, you my brother. And thank you. I, I can see it. I just, I just have that feeling. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. I feel the same way about WP. That 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 it was a great conversation that we had, man. I appreciate you, everyone. That was Mr. Dwayne Filbert, one of the founders of WP Studios LLC. Don't forget, hit that notification bell, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on all the podcast platforms. If you want to get all the exclusive content, including words behind Angel and Forty Years in Single, go to W www.aowent.com for donations is cash app aowenyc and all my social medias are at angel of words uh ent if you want to know what i'm up to and uh thank you for tuning in everybody we'll talk to you later <laughs>